You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR, helping entrepreneurs and brands in the leisure and entertainment industries get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit nicolarowley.com for more details and read Nicola's Amazon best-selling book, The Power of PR. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Making Money Online. Today, we're going to be talking about simplifying your success. And I have a guest with me today to do that. So welcome to Emma Johnson. Emma helps online business owners simplify success using her unique I Am framework, which we'll go through. Welcome to the podcast, Emma. Welcome to you. Lovely to be here. Thanks, Lisa. No worries. I want to start with, like, you're a pretty organized person. We were talking before we started airing about how you did quite a lot of things in one go and you weren't, it sounded chaotic to me, but you weren't phased by it. Talk us through that part of your life. Well, I started my business, this um, version of my business around four years ago. So COVID hit and the world was thrown into disarray. Now I've run businesses for the past 20 years, but this was a version of the business that I'd been they'd been building inside me and COVID was kind of the impetus to get that going um so we were kind of forced into that but the reason that that COVID was kind of such a big thing in our world was that it happened just after we'd emigrated from the UK to Australia and the idea was right we're moving to Australia we're going to start this outdoorsy life and all of a sudden we were thrown into right well you can live in your four walls and now you're going to have to homeschool your children but moving to Australia had been this big lifestyle change for us and before we did that we thought right if we're going in we're going in for a penny in for a pound we're going all in and while we're at it why don't we get married before we go because then we can say goodbye to everybody so my brain just started putting all the cogs together and it was like, right, okay, so we've got to sell two businesses, sell three houses. I need to pull the kids out of school, need to get married, need to ship all of our belongings to the other side of the world. And to me, that's almost like Christmas. I love having a plate full, but everyone comes up to me and says, well, Emma, you're crazy. Like weddings, selling houses, they're, they're all like the big life decisions. Yeah, people say there's this whole thing where people say like the hardest part of your life, hardest three things you can do, the most stressful, and moving house and getting married. And you're just like, oh, we're going to do all of the just things. did it all, yeah. But for me, nothing has to be hard. Life gets to be simple. That's a decision that we can make. And the only reason that life on and business gets to be hard is when we allow external voices, external opinions, beliefs to creep in. For me, it's a case of if something needs to get done, and I know you'll you'll empathize with this, this is the strategy in our brains, right? If something needs to get done, you look at the facts, you get organized and you just do it. So for me, 
wedding well this needs to happen that needs to happen selling houses this needs to happen that needs to happen and I've, I've kind of likened my brain to being like most people are in a maze and I'm on top of the maze and I can see the way out that is definitely and a most, strategist way of seeing things because that's exactly how I am mm, probably why you and I get on so well so <laughs> for me it's just a case of it 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 doesn't have to be hard. That that didn't have to be a stressful part of my life. I did, it, for me, it was fun. It was enjoyable. It was something that I really, really wanted. So you I just went for it. Are you somebody that writes loads of lists? I do love a list. Oh. I have to admit, I do love a list. And over the years, I've become more an online list maker. And I've added automation and systems to those lists. Love a bit of automation. I, well, I just, I just believe that nothing has to be overly complicated. It's just like, well, this needs to happen and then this needs to happen. And if I don't physically have to be involved in that, then why should I be? That if, is if, how a system, if a system can do it, so. Why do it? The thing is, I always say business doesn't have to be complicated. People make business complicated. Couldn't and- agree more. It's so true, isn't it? Because when like, when I look at something, I go, okay, this person is at A and this person wants to get to B. Here, I can very quickly see the steps they need to do. And then they'll go off and do them and then complicate things by listening to 20 other people that have complete random ideas to go out and do these new shiny things when actually there's a really straight path to get to the, the money, the B that you want to get to. You don't need to go around all these houses to get, but I think people, sometimes they feel it needs to be complicated so they deserve it. And sometimes for other some people it can be, that is too obvious. It can't possibly be that simple. Yeah. And there's a belief that you, things good things only come when hard work and efforts are put in. Well, we told which, yeah, which is true. Yeah, absolutely, it's true. You can get good things, but that's not the only way. No, it's about working smarter, isn't it? So you had two businesses that you sold. What were those? Yeah, so my husband, my husband had two businesses, and I had well, one business, two two sites. They were brick and mortar businesses, oh. and obviously, I shut my business down in the UK as well because I just wanted a fresh start when we got to Australia. And when you got to Australia, you set up a new business. Was it doing the same thing you were doing here? I've got a background in mindset. So I'm certified hypnotherapist. Um, and that that does feed into a lot of the way that I work with people. But that had been the bulk of my business. That's what I've done in the UK. But as we've discovered, I have a very strategic brain. And it, it was really a case of like you can tell people all of the strategies. But as you said, not everyone follows it. Why is the reason? Usually because there's some kind of inner self-talk going so we can do just the mindset or we could do just the strategy but actually it when both are combined together and you the belief and the acceptance and the value that you place on yourself are combined with strategic action that's when the magic happens so that for me was what I wanted to bring to the world but it really came about because I've always I say always because uh, it's not new but I've always worked online I don't believe that borders are a limitation basically anything that anyone else says I kind of 
this disprove. <laughs> so I don't believe in borders as limitations. I don't believe we need to be face to face. I don't believe believe we need to have a brick and mortar. I believe business is what we make it. And that's when the world was starting to change in Australia. And I was like, right, if I'm going to be home with the kids, I I need to do something that feeds my soul as well. And I literally just started talking about how we can really challenge the way business has been. And this is the COVID has given us an opportunity to really reinvent business and, and what we can achieve through things like Zoom, things like meetings online and social media and all those things. And I just started talking about those on my social media platforms and it very, very quickly picked up traction. But it's something that I've, I've always done even before that. To me, it was like, well, it makes sense. I yeah. don't, I've got a baby at home because at the time my youngest was three. I don't want to be driving two hours to meetings. I don't want to be having to go out all day. I don't want to be paying for childcare. I want flexibility. I want to work around my children. I want to be there for my Why children. Why most people start, most women start their own businesses is because of that. And so it makes sense to do it in a different way. And actually this different way is massive. You, I've, I've only ever worked online. Don't know a bricks and mortar, you know, even my wedding business, which is the one I started with, I operated the whole thing online. I never met people, like it was all online. And that works brilliantly for me. You have this system, the I am framework. Talk yeah. us through how that helps your clients. So my I am framework stands for intentional, aligned and manageable. And basically anything that you do in business, if we come back to that principle of intentionality, why am I doing this? Don't just do things for the sake of it. Don't do things because someone else has told you, you know, inject your personality, inject your opinion into what we do. So is it intentional? Is there a reason I'm doing this? Or is this fluff? Or is this, you know, all that stuff that complicates it? Is this aligned? So again, whether you work with a coach, whether you're doing something for yourself, does it feel good for you? And then my final step, it's like my final check on everything we do. Is this manageable? Can I sustain this? Is this going to allow me to have that freedom and flexibility that I want? So we literally look at every aspect of your business from starting off with those foundations. Are you intentional? What's the intention behind this? Is it aligned with who you are as a person, the way that you want to work, the way that you can work in this season of your life? And is it manageable for you? Um, if I said to you, you know, post on social media five times a day and you've got to do a reel and you are the world's biggest introvert and, you know, you've got children running around, it's not, not it's maybe something that you could manage for a week or two, but it's not sustainable. And we need that consistency, don't we? Like when we do anything, we need consistency to it. And so give, yeah. people give themselves things that aren't manageable all the time. They're manageable for, for a period of time, but that isn't usually enough to get them where they need to be. No, and then they come and they start beating themselves up. It's like, oh, well, I should be doing this. And then the mindset kicks in. I should be. So-and-so told me I should do this. But if we're honest with ourselves from the beginning, and we say, and we set our own standards and we run our own race 
and we do what works for us. Yeah. That that for me is the essence of success. I, I think the most important part of this system that you have is aligned because there are a hundred ways to make a million pounds. There's, well, there's, yeah. a, there's a million ways to make a million pounds. There are so many ways to make money. That doesn't mean that we should do it those ways has to be aligned with our values. Like there have been plenty of times when people have come to me and said, Oh, look, we can do this thing and it will make us an extra seven figures. And I've just gone, absolutely not because it's not aligned with my values and values are important. It keeps you on a track because if we start going off and doing all of the ways that will make us money, we can end up not really knowing who we are anymore mm-hmm. and why we're even doing it. How important do you think having values in your business is? Absolutely crucial. Absolutely crucial. That, that's the one North Star, if you like, of the business. It's it's the thing that reins you in when you're going off on a tangent, gives you the reason why when you're losing your way and keeps you focused in what you're doing. And I, I loved what you said there, Lisa, because I know your mission, your vision and your values. And, and you're so right there about there are a million ways. And I often give the analogy because my husband is a vet and one of his, his so he's vegetarian. That's a, that's a value for him. And you could say, right, well, you could get cheaper meat or you could get cheaper eggs you could do this you could do that you could you know you you could add a, a meat option and and that would increase retail that would increase sales but it's completely out of alignment there is no joy there is no happiness in that so it makes no sense I like that you've used the word joy and happiness because people don't when it comes to business. They talk about values and they talk about a vision of what you want, but actually business should have joy in it. You should be thinking, is what I'm doing even bringing me happiness? Because a lot of the time, and I've seen this, I have been around people that have got to eight-figure business. You know, they're, they're, they're really rich. They've got lots of money. Their business is so successful, but they're really unhappy on a daily basis. Yeah. Their life isn't bringing them joy. And then I always think, what's the point? Why are you continuing knowing it's not bringing you joy? And it's because they've kind of got themselves in this trapped version of success that isn't actually success. It's just money. And they are two different things. And it it always baffles me why people carry on with it. But I, I think it's, we really need to start thinking about what actually makes us happy, what brings us joy on a daily basis. Not if I get to seven figures, I'll be happy because that's not true. Yeah. So that comes back to the the I of the I am. It has to be intentional. Now, if your intention in in doing that is to fill your bank with notes and coins, awesome. But what's the bit beyond that? And that's where the alignment piece comes in. But if the intention is to fill your day with joy and happiness and, and be an example, to your children which is a big driver for me the money will follow so what's the real intention here because you said they're like eight figures not happy and for for many people and even people listening to this podcast might say oh you know first See, world problem yeah yeah money does not buy happiness like the money will follow do what brings you joy 
help people create joy in their life by helping them create their intentional, aligned and manageable businesses. And I promise the revenue will follow. Yeah, it always does. That's exactly the way it is. And I think that when you say your money doesn't buy you happiness, money won't change things, it buys opportunity, but it can buy opportunity to make you even more miserable than you were before. Like if you don't know what the vision is of of what you're going for and what the purpose is. And I think people often go, oh, it's really easy for someone to say that who's already got that money. But I think you only know it when you get there. And I wish I had listened to people that were already there telling me, you know, why aren't you enjoying it on the way? Because when you get here, you're not going to, it's not going to change much for you. You need to enjoy what you're doing. You can waste a lot of time trying to get somewhere and trying to achieve something that is an idea of success that other people have that is not your version of success. Now, I loved what you said there about opportunity because I think people know your story and you came from nothing and and made success. And um, mine was very similar in that I, I had a corporate career before and I was making a lot of money and I'd done that quite quickly. And then um, the GFC, the global financial crisis that happened 15 years ago now, that happened and I lost everything overnight. My house fell into negative equity and I couldn't sell it. And I actually lived off carrot soup for a week because I couldn't afford to buy anything else because there's that period between when I was in recruitment, so nobody's recruiting recruiters when all of the jobs are going. So there's that period between when you lose your job and you can sign on for benefits, which I, and I just needed the help. Couldn't sell the house. Nobody was, nobody was buying. It was, it lost all of its money. And I had to move back in with my parents. And I was very, very fortunate that my parents lived close enough to where I was that I could rent my house out. But never once in that moment did I focus on the money? I focused on the doing the do and what do I need to do? And the entrepreneurial side of me just came out and it's you fall back on what you know, you fall back on what brings you joy and the money will follow and the money has come. And it, yeah. it really doesn't matter. It's that belief in that as long as I love what I'm doing, And as long as it brings joy to me and the people that are important around me and I'm making a difference, you can make a success of anything. But when you're just chasing the money and just focusing on the money, you lose that intentionality. But it's also when people look at that you, Lisa, and they'll say, oh, it's all right for you. You've got all of this money. It's remembering where people have come from. And I think having nothing gives you the humility and the grace to really, really appreciate the impact that that money can have. And it's not that we want it to line our pockets. We don't need it to to fill up bank pads. It's what can we do with that? What's the impact? What change can I make? It's all about that for myself and for others. Hmm, It's all about that. And it's about knowing that if it all disappeared, you'd be okay. You know, you you learn that you'll be just as happy you just find different ways to do things different way yeah and there is always a different way 
it's such an important conversation. I could talk about it all day because I think that when you are in the throes of, especially this year with the cost of living crisis of people, you know, trying to get their businesses off the ground and like trying to scale businesses, it is harder this year. It was Mm -hmm. always going to be because of how the economy is and it can make people feel like giving up. And I can see desperation and people doing some dodgy stuff. There's a, there's a few dodgy pyramid scheme things going on out there at the moment. And people are grasping at things because they'll at least get the money. But they don't realise that long term, they're ruining any sustainability for themselves to be seen as a real business owner. And mm-hmm. it makes me so sad because I understand why they're doing it. Because, you know, it's quick, quick cash. Who doesn't want that? But it's not going to bring them the joy. And without that, what is the point? And yeah, I think it's such a big conversation to have. So with your simplifying success, you talked about automation being one of the ways that you simplify things. Obviously automation has now gone boom with like AI. Yeah. How are you finding that? Like, are you finding AI is helping your clients or are they terrified of it? I think tech generally puts the heebie-jeebies into most people, but it's like, it brings out my geek zone. So automation for me is is just one side of things. So I, I always start with, you know, what do you need to do? Let's look at that. We don't just jump straight into like, I'm going to automate like the X, Y, Z out of this. What is it that you actually need to do? And more often than not, that's the first area that I would simplify with someone. It's like, let's get rid of the unnecessary tasks. So I I work on automate, delegate and ditch my ad, you add to make, to, um, to reduce, but get rid of the stuff that you don't need to do because a lot of people are trying to tech their way out of things that don't need to be done anyway. Yeah. And because they don't need to be done, then it gets complicated trying to put a system into place because you don't know what that system needs to do. So we get rid of the fluff, get organized. So you talked about lists. I love lists of project management system. Like I've got them, I've got them for life. Christmas is organized on a list basis. <laughs> so I can pull it up from last year and, and Elf on the Shelf for all parents out there, which is like the horrendous December tradition. I refuse to um, do it. That's completely refused. When I started it, I made that mistake. And once you start, you can't stop. It's like Pringles. So um, that's that's all documented every single day. But I get organized and then we put systems in place to do the tasks that no human should be doing. That's my logic. So Stick with the things that you find joyful, the things that your genius zone is, and then use tech to remove the bits that are not joyful, easeful in your life, that no human, you shouldn't be paying anybody to do, you shouldn't be doing yourself. So tech doesn't need to be scary because when you look at it through that lens of this is doing the things that I don't enjoy, you suddenly create this space in your in your day, this space in your life, and it, it's a natural transition. But yeah, tech tech generally scares people because yeah. they look at what everyone else is doing. Yeah, they complicate it. I really like that you had ditch in there because people are always adding in things, like adding add things, do more things. There's so much more we've got to do. But actually, there's a load of stuff that every single client I work with 
we can chuck away. Like you don't have to do any of these things in your day anymore because you're only doing them because you've seen other people do them or because you've been told that's what you're supposed to do. But you don't actually know why you're doing them. So let's just stop. And that yeah. frees up space straight away to do things that are actually revenue generating to bring money in. And it, that comes to looking at your offers as well. Look at your offers. What is it that you're offering? Just because it was something that you've done for three years, five years, or even something that has made you six figures doesn't mean that that is aligned with where you're going next. So don't be afraid to completely overhaul. Don't be afraid to close programs down. This is where the strategic brain comes into it. Just, just look at what is it? Is it intentional? Is it aligned? And is it manageable going forward? If not, stop flogging a dead donkey. Close that one down with grace and thank it for everything that it's brought and the impact that it's made and move forward. I think that's a brilliant way of looking at things. Thank you for being here. If somebody wants to really simplify their success and start actually doing things with a much more intentional way, where is the best place they can find you for help? You can find me at Emma Johnson and Co everywhere. So website, emmajohnsonandco.com and on all of the social media platforms. And um, I've also got a playbook that you can download to really help you automate, delegate and ditch um, in your business. If you're really struggling with where do I even start, that is a great free download. And that's at bit.ly forward slash capital A, capital D, capital D playbook. And we'll put that in the link. link. Yeah, we'll, we'll put that in the show notes so you can go straight there and click on that and get that playbook. Thank you so much for being here, Emma. It's always nice to talk to another strategist. It really shows me that there are such things as strategic brains because we think really similarly in the way we do things. And if you're not somebody that has a strategic brain, that's why we're here to help people like you who have got this talent that you want to get out there, but you're not seeing the results because you don't have that way of thinking. And not everybody does have that way of thinking. And that's okay too. Thank you for being here. Thanks all of you for for having me. No worries. And I will be back next week with another episode of Making Money Online. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.